0: This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet was still alive to save us all. Dude. Could you imagine? When an actor is eating food in a scene, there is a lot of movie magic that happens to ensure that the food appears and sounds delicious. Sometimes water or a little oil is sprayed on food just before eating it so that it looks fresh and more appealing. Foley artists may record sounds from other objects or foods to create more crunching sounds when an actor takes a bite. but. What happens when the food the actor is eating is supposed to be from another planet or universe? What if the food being eaten doesn't exist in our world? What would butterbeer actually taste like? Are Scooby snacks really that delicious? Let us break bread with two fictional food critics, Will and Tom, as they try to dish out an answer. welcome back everybody this is tom case this is will stark will both of our questions today are going to be somewhat related okay um but not it may not be the reason why you think okay okay so first of all you know you definitely know our friend and co-worker haley yes um she actually kind of inspired these questions because uh she was talking about like a certain food that she would see on a cartoon, and every time she would watch this, like she would always want to eat this this food, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name anything because it's gonna tie into the second question. Okay, all right, because <laughs> that was my first question. Was what cartoon? What, I know what I, I, I can see it on your face. <laughs> You're like, okay, tell me what. It, but no. Um, so she started talking about this, and we started to thinking about it, and we were like, what? other universe's food would you like to try and taste? And I don't mean... It can't be like, you know, oh, it's, you know, let's say we chose the Harry Potter universe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, don't choose, like, I want to eat that chicken I saw at their, you know, at their long haul, you know, on the table. No, no, no. Like, some something that doesn't exist in our world but is fictional that you've always thought man i wonder what that tastes like that looks so good
1: i mean to be fair there harry potter feasts are such a big part of the books like yeah that's all uh, growing up reading those books i always wanted to be able to like go to their christmas or their halloween festival and just (laughs) partake of their meal because it looks amazing
0: especially i think it's um, well I know I know you're talking about the books yeah. I, I don't know if it's like this uh, if they describe this but in the movie mm-hmm. I think the first scene that they have in that great hall where they're mm-hmm. eating mm-hmm. Uh, I think it shows Ron Weasley have having two pieces of uh, two drumsticks, like mm-hmm. chicken drumsticks, yeah. and he's just like <laughs> like eating one, and it looked delicious. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No,
1: the, the food mm. and the way it's described, the, the movies do a pretty good job, because it's yeah. like that in the books.
0: Exactly. Um.
1: <clears throat> so you're thinking like, oh, I want to try Butterbeer, or oh, I want to try the Hoppy Chocolate Frogs, something fictional that doesn't exist in our universe.
0: Yeah, Yeah. true, but maybe you never had this experience. I don't know if anything that you watched, probably mostly maybe something from your anime or something animated. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of thing I could, I could really think of. A fictional though, f- food. Yeah, like a fictional food. Yeah, okay. something that does not exist in our world.
1: Okay. Um, the first thing that, fun enough, the first thing that pumps into my head is, um, ambrosia
0: mm. from Greek mythology.
1: Right? The nectar of the gods. Like, I think when you drink it, you turn immortal. It's supposed to be, like, so sweet and so amazing. Like, uh, the, the gods don't allow mortals to have it because they want it all for yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly. They do not let yeah. any mortals want Especially it. In the game Hades, that's one of your main, like, currencies is bottles mm-hmm. of ambrosia. You actually, um, bribe people with that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I guess that, that's the first thing that pops in my head. I'd like to bottle of ambrosia. Enjoy that with my, with my fiance. Yeah.
0: I, I also <laughs> think, too, like, I mean, it was most likely they probably didn't want any humans to get it because I think it did make you immortal. I think I, yeah, I don't know if it gave you so. powers of a god. No, but I think it makes it, you. immortal. But I think it yeah. makes you immortal, yeah. and obviously, you know, they don't want. You know, a bunch I'm, gonna of I'm
1: gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah, what, I don't what think what they did. would
0: want everyone to be immortal in their world of yeah. you know, especially, you know, especially someone like Hades. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, definitely not. Which oddly enough, too, I I, I always thought it was funny well, how.
1: Oh go ahead. I was funny that you mentioned that because in the game Hades. Hades throws a big stink. It's not allowed in the underworld. Ambrosia. Yeah, and oh, yeah. like it's uh, it's all contraband. <clears> so you're bribing people <throat> under the table, but like when he finds out like, you're not supposed to have that around here. Blah 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 blah. So maybe maybe that's part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it's it's funny how you're mentioning. Uh, you know, we're talking about Hades and Greek mythology when we're talking about this this food topic because I remember always you know hearing the mythology of when you're in the underworld, if you're alive and you made it somehow into the underworld you cannot eat any food or what they used to call like this special food that they could offer you mm-hmm. otherwise if you did you could never You're leave, leave. What they were actually talking about was pomegranates yeah mm-hmm. i think i've heard that before which i love so that yeah. would suck for me because <laughs> pomegranates are great if yeah. i didn't know that and they offered me hey would you like some yeah. Go, oh yeah why wouldn't i <laughs> i know pomegranates <laughs> of course
1: <laughs> you know i mean that's common across mythology though of like don't don't accept food Like, that's how the the Mm. thing will get you, like, eating creatures from the fae, like, if you accept their food, you're now under their power kind of deal. Yeah. So, that's, so here we go. We got, in ancient Greek myths, ambrosia is the food or drink of the Greek gods, often depicted as conferring longevity or immortality upon whoever consumed it. It was brought to the gods in Olympus by doves and served by either Hebe or Ganymede at the heavenly feast. Ambrosia is sometimes depicted in ancient art as distributed by a nymph labeled with that name and a nurse of Dionysus. Hmm. So right now I'm going with ambrosia. Ambrosia. And that's because mostly it's the only thing that popped into my head. Do yeah. you have an example of what
0: you, you think of? Um, well, before we get to that, you know what? I, I just, I'm just very curious. If ambrosia existed, mm-hmm. what type of a flavor palette do you think it would most likely have? Like, do you feel it would be maybe, I don't know, of a citrus nature or maybe it's, you know, Some kind of a a bitter like chocolate type, you know. You know, every time I've
1: ever since I've heard of ambrosia from my young teens, ever like pictured what it would. I always picture it as a drink, number one, not as a food. Oh, Okay, and I guess I always picture it having a flour and honey type of flavor.
0: Okay, I agree with you there with the 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 flour and the honey. Okay, to me, to me, I kind of feel like it it would have like this. I don't know citrus
1: think, honey type. I think what's colored that perception for me though is the fact that the other name for ambrosia is nectar of the gods, and when I think of nectar, mm. I think of
0: flowers. That's true, and that would also kind of go to the thing about how you said it's like a drink, right? right. Yeah, there but it is. Oddly enough, like every time I remember when I was growing up and would list, you know, read about these stories, I always pictured it as like a fruit, something in in like that, the yeah. grape kind of family, right? right. Where you would have a cranberry? like. Cranberry? Yeah. Where, well, no, like, like, well, I don't know if cranberries are like this. Do no. They, do they ca- grow in like a bunch? You know, like a grape, you could pick them up and there's like a bunch a, of them. You
1: know what? I'm going to Google that right now too. That's great. <laughs> that's great. I don't know how cranberries grow, but I'd like to know. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I just, when I was thinking a bunch of things, the, the cranberry itself is like, or I'm thinking raspberry, aren't I? The raspberry is the bunch of little berries all
0: Oh, like the little dot, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm then, that, I, think I think that's raspberry. raspberry, yeah.
1: Cranberry tree, right? They come from trees, right?
0: I don't know. (laughs) You know what? I just realized I never. I don't know know. where food comes from. You know what I know Um, about cranberries is that ocean spray makes a good cranberry drink. (laughs) You know what? It's it's kind of bunches. Yeah. Look at this. Um, sorry,
1: everyone on the podcast who who listening who can't see this, but, um, I think that counts as bunches,
0: cranberries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like what Will's showing me is a branch off, off of a tree, a normal looking tree. And there's like clusters of like red, just very round red, you know, like balls. (laughs) <laughs> right? But yeah. Uh, by the way, I love uh, cranberry
1: juice. It's my favorite uh, of the juices. Yeah, cranberry mean? juice is really good. Love, love me that stuff.
0: But yeah, uh, I, I always thought of the, I always thought ambrosia of like a, of like a, I guess like a grape style type of. Like spilling fruit. out of a cornucopia? Yeah, like sure. that. And I always pictured it to be this weird amber color. Like an amber, like the color For of sure. sap. Yeah, you know that's I mean? definitely, like a, I of, pictured you know, the like, drink
1: almost like a, a golden orange hue. Yeah, yeah, right? Sure.
0: And it just, cause that, It looks appealing. You know, who knows what it would taste like, but it just looks appealing. But even that color evokes honey and or flower nectar. Yeah, that is true. There it is. Well, mine is, I, let me see. I'm hoping yours gives me ideas because when you, when I'm like (laughs) fictional food, I don't fucking know. know. You know, the problem is uh, (laughs) I don't know, you know, how fictional, well, yeah, it's fictional because, uh, you know, Uh there wouldn't be, but. It's from the Star Trek universe. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, and, but there's so much f- different food there from different planets or, sure. you know, alien races and stuff. Yeah. But the two, and I've already mentioned one, so I'm not going to go into detail that. One would be Klingon food, right? Um, it just looked good to me. A lot of it looks like us, it looks like it would be kind of like seafood, right? Okay. A lot of seafood, like but crustaceans. Yeah, crustaceans, even like octopus. It's not style. like Galaxy
1: Quest, right? Where <laughs> they make the poor guy, and it's like a fucking live beetle. No, 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 no no, like that. That. No, okay. no, 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 no.
0: I don't think it's like that. Okay. But uh, the other, um, but the other thing, there's two other things in there. One of them is not a food; it's a drink. Okay. Um, but the food is uh, the Bajorans, right? They are these like they're a race of people where a lot of them are getting killed off, right? And mm-hmm. they the if you're in a Bajoran, you're like um you're usually a part of some kind of like a freedom, like a freedom fighter, like you know, rebellion. Uh you're you're a part of something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, every time they had an episode that involved uh the the Bajorians, they would talk about this food called Hasparat, Okay. Right? And the thing that I gathered most about Hosperat is that it is spicy and it's supposed oh. to be spicy, right? Mm-hmm. And every time they talk about it, they you know they don't talk about it all the time in great detail, but I do remember on on some of the episodes, they would, you know, someone would be like, Hey, you know, I made you Hosperat. You know, I, I mm-hmm. know that you you like this, right? And they would eat it and they would go, Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? Cause okay. no one could get the correct recipe, of, like oh. how to make the best, it was the spiciest hasprat. Specific. Yeah. And every time I remember somebody making it and somebody finally eating it, they would always go like, they would eat it and say, Oh, yeah, it's okay. And they were like, But man, my, no one could make Hosprat like my grandmother or no <laughs> one could make Hosprat like my grandpa, you know, like. Right. Well, that I, makes me think the food seems to be tied
1: to the nostalgia
0: emotion. Yeah, almost. probably probably. I think it I think it is because of the fact that, you know, a lot of their, you know, their clan or their race has been killed off. Right. You know, like right. They're, so it's are a loss race. Yeah, their planet is in active war. Um and then the other one was a drink and uh it was a Romulan ale, right? Oh, Okay. So the thing about Romulan ale that always intrigued me was it was like a bright green, almost like the color of like coolant. Oh, right? Okay. It was like bright green, you know, nice. it was like that that that, like, almost neon glow-in-the-dark green. Like a, like a Midori green. Sour? Even greener. Like, you know Midori Sour is, like, you can see through it. Yeah. Right? No, this is, like... Green but you like can't see cloudy, through. cloudy... Yeah, green yeah. that you can't see uh, through, looks kind radioactive. of. radioactive. Yeah, exactly, right? And every time they would talk about it, it was so cool because it was contraband. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like... It would be equivalent to, like... Having Cuban cigars, cause you know, yeah. back in the day, Cuban cigars were, were contraband, were yeah. contraband cause you, you know. Yeah, you know, sorry. Sorry to pause it here. I'm yeah, just yeah. curious. How do you enforce a contraband in a world in which replicators exist? Oh, well, the problem is the replicators could never replicate, um, uh, something that's illegal. Some, well, no, not that, but just it would never do it justice. And I also what? believe it, like, it wouldn't, it couldn't replicate it perfectly to get that, like, taste. Like, oh, it, so. let's say if you had ro- real Romulan ale and mm-hmm. then you had it, replicated uh-huh. you would taste that and be like all oh, this tastes like shit does, does that cross over to all food replicated food does i do, replicated yes, food so on, like shit? so on the show they do actually uh they do actually mention that where oh. they're like they keep saying like oh you know i had to go in and tell the computer specific adjustments to make in the replicator to make my dessert i always have better than what the default setting for that food would be would okay. have been yeah so you can tweak it to you can degree. tweak okay. it to a certain, de- to so a certain degree so if one knew how
1: to make romulan romulan, romulan ale, ale you could probably get the replicator to tweak it fairly well right
0: yes but with one huge exception okay. i don't think the replicators will replicate alcohol for you so they, okay. it, it uses what they call synthahol right <laughs> and yeah that's what they call it. it's okay. like it's like a fake alcohol, right? Where you then get, it's alcohol. Why can't it, why won't it do alcohol? It, it doesn't give you all the same effects of drinking alcohol because they want you to be sharp and ready on the ship just in case something happens. So they don't allow any. Is that, that re- just on the ship then? Replicator Oh, I think elsewhere. it's just on the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really okay. show a lot of replicator stuff happening anywhere, uh, else. anywhere else, you know, because right, most, gotcha. most of it takes place uh, on, on the, the ship. ship. Yes, I understand. Uh, that, but, but yeah, it was, it's just, Every time they talk, they talk about how strong this ale is and, like, how good it, like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know necessarily how good it tastes. Because, like, you drink any hard liquor, it. you know, I don't know who's going to say it really tastes great. Mm-hmm. But it's just, yeah, I, I've always dreamed about having those, like, Klingon food, Romulan ale, and Hasparat. Nice. nice. Those are good mm-hmm.
1: examples. All right, so I have a few. I had to do some Googling to, to jog my memory. Um, one is from Lord of the Rings.
0: And it is
1: an elven thing called limbus bread. And it's in a couple scenes.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. And the thing about the
1: bread, um, they don't, I don't think they do a good job in the movies of like expressing like what the bread's like, but the bread is actually, it's really light and flavorful. And even just having a small amount, you feel totally satisfied
0: that's okay and the thing is it's what
1: makes it so frodo and them can get to mordor because it's so far away there's no food or water in between and they didn't need that much of it yeah and they so they use the lembas spread that's
0: how they get that far um, so that'd be nice to try just as a, just, just to try it. That's a very good one because actually when you mention that right now, I mm-hmm. can't believe I didn't think of that. Because oh really? When I watched the movie, uh-huh. I do always wonder what limb, uh-huh. what is, how do you say it? Limbus bread? Yeah. Limbus bread tasted like. Yeah. I, I yeah. always wondered that. It's supposed to taste really good. Um. Because it looks like a, like a, some kind of a biscuit to me. Yeah. When it's like it. a biscuit. It's like, like a dry yeah, snack bread. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was.
1: Um, and that's how it's described in the books um
0: they don't describe any flavor to it oh, phew, other dude, than that so it's so just fun. really flavorful. i remember
1: it ta- it's supposed to taste very good like i i almost want to say it tastes it's like a sweet bread so
0: i wonder but like because that's from the elves yes. right is that made like is it like that because they only make, the it elves make it with magic
1: only the elves make it and no one knows how they make it oh, so, i don't yeah, know I i'm wonder. sure someone does maybe in the cimmerillion it was written about but i don't know but Damn. um uh crappy patties what? SpongeBob SquarePants? Krabby oh, Patties? Oh, I've never... I, I've oh, seen some episodes gosh. of SpongeBob, now, but I've never okay, really watched Okay, so it. a Krabby Patty <clears throat> is... It's just a hamburger, right? It's from the Krusty Krab. It's where SpongeBob works. And the Krusty Krab is, like, this really old, run-down hole in the wall that Mr. Krabs, the owner, he um he's really greedy. So this place is just... It's a piece of shit. But the Krabby Patty, specifically the ones SpongeBob makes, are so good. Like, entire, like peoples lose their mind over these burgers that get made by spongebob SquarePants. Mm. um and mm. but the, these people like these are all under the water it's all under oh, okay. right the thing and the thing is the, the crab patty has a secret recipe the only mr crab knows he keeps it in his vault and there's like there's like a rival um there's a rival restaurant called the chum bucket or the this bad guy a plankton named plankton um he's always trying to steal it um Anyways, so much of the show actually does surround how delicious Krabby Patties are. I'd love
0: to try one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're really. Did, yeah. did they? do they ever like uh, explain anything of how how they make it or, or what's? I mean, in SpongeBob it or just anything? grills it.
1: He just grills these things, and like, there's know. even a whole episode where Squidward, who works there as well, he he's never had one, but also he just never. He it just looks like a hamburger to him, so it just looks like nothing special. And he just he refuses really? to believe it's special <clears throat> until he has one, and then the addiction starts, and he he can't stop eating them. So <laughs> crab patty top of my list. Uh Last one, uh everlasting gobstopper in Willy Wonka.
0: Oh, Willy yeah. Wonka! of the ones right, from the one with yeah. Gene Wilder.
1: When he pulls it out, it doesn't look comfortable to to sit in the mouth as a candy. Yeah, but. It's the colors. It looks, I just want to try it so bad. I remember even as a kid, I've always wanted to try the Everlasting Gobstopper.
0: Yeah, that would be like, that would be troublesome though if there was a candy that literally never never, ran ran out. Ed, yeah, yeah. Never ran out. I mean, you know what? I don't know. That would be interesting. If you had a candy like that, right, mm-hmm. would that be something that let's say you're like a dietician or someone would be like, yeah, you know, you should get that because then you're not eating any other candies. No, you don't want that right? because you're going to rot your fucking teeth out. But you would probably... Well, I mean, you would still brush. I'm not saying that you would be eating it like and never take it out of your mouth. It is a type right? of food that
1: lends itself to being put in the mouth and not taken out for an extended period of time. You will rot your teeth out. <laughs> you thought, like, it'll, be the, it'll be in there that long that yes. your teeth are... Imagine you I, just pop it in while you're working. Next mm-hmm. like, thing you know, an hour and a half went by. You just had a lump of never-ending sugar just coating And getting into the every crack and crevice, and all the bacteria
0: is coming in now, and just gnawing away. And yeah, you're just bringing back my childhood now. (laughs) Like like I'm thinking about all the time I've had candy in my mouth when I was in class somewhere, and just like you know, I would like to try an everlasting gobstopper, Tom. Mm -hmm. I would never wish them into existence. Yeah, (laughs) you know what though too that that brings with the fact that you know if you if you always have that and you're always sucking on it, like Mm -hmm. would you after a while eventually your teeth would also be like. Shifting inwards, right? Because you sucking. sucking on yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, true.
1: That's
0: another thing weird. too. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's all I got. I was really expecting you to, and, and again, I actually don't know if there is something fictional in Pokemon, but I thought you're, I was thinking maybe you would go with something in there. No. But do they have, in Pokemon universe, it's <laughs> normal
1: food, okay, right? Okay, so what gets eaten in the world of Pokemon is very controversial. In the beginning, they're, number one, in the beginning, they, they showed that there were regular animals and Pokemon in the animes and manga. Okay. And they really slid away from that, which led to another problem of like, well, what does everybody eat? We know Pokemon eat other Pokemon, that's part of the food chain. Yeah. And like, there's science about that. And I'm pretty sure there are scenes with like, fried Magikarp on the fucking table. So. Oh, of people? Yeah. I'm pretty, like, it's, it, it there's enough evidence there to show that people do eat Pokemon.
0: Oh. Like, but why wouldn't you?
1: Like, it's just like we eat. Cause I guess animals. they're like animals too. Yeah, right? but the, the difference here is, uh, <laughs> Pokemon are intelligent. And we know that. Ooh, like, they have full yeah, communication, you know what I mean? Um, even Magikarp? Even Magikarp. Oh,
0: okay. Like,
1: you could talk to your Magikarp, it, you won't be able to understand what it's saying to you, but, but it But will listens. it understand yeah. what you're saying to it? Yes, absolutely. Oh. Like, well that, I would say the dumbest Pokemon are like <clears throat> at the level of a dog, with the smartest being a thousand times smarter than a human being. Oh, like, wow. They, like Mewtwo or Alakazam have IQs of like a thousand. Oh, okay. So it ranges, but, um, but they slid way away from that the, the further along the timeline you go, and now everyone seems to eat, um, basically vegetarian you only ever see them eating like rice balls or salads if we're talking about people and all the pokemon that eat like berries or um like special pokemon food that like, breeders oh, like make treats or like something like yeah that. exactly okay. um so the answer to your question thomas no
0: oh okay <laughs> i know no i did find that interesting because in my head when the whole time i was thinking like well well and this was because i didn't know that yeah. but like i was thinking like whole will probably go with pokemon and then i did start to think well, is there special food in Pokemon? Like, in the universe of Pokemon, you know
1: what I mean? Like, Here's a question. If you had to eat, like, a Pokemon served however you want,
0: what Pokemon would you be most interested in tasting? Oh, my God. If I had to eat a Pokemon? (laughs) Well, with what you just told me about that, like, intelligence thing, I'd feel so bad now. Like, even though... In this, you have to. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? Oh, man. I would have to go with Kingler.
1: (laughs) I was going to, towards one of the crustaceans. Yeah, too. I was like, oh
0: yeah, give me that giant crab uh, arm. Yeah, dude, I think Kingler would, if as long as it you know just like a crab, I think mm-hmm. Kingler would be.
1: I would uh, so good. Since you took Kingler, I'll take a Toro steak. Uh, Tauros steak. Oh,
0: the, oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. That would be. That would probably. I wonder if that would be tough meat. I don't know, right? Because they're battling all the time, or yeah, not maybe, all the time. I mean, you could always like, get a Miltank. tank. That's the female version of Tauros. Give me a milk tank steak. that's true. That would probably be so tender. Oh, my God. Dude, imagine that melting in your (laughs) mouth. But I feel so bad seeing, like, knowing what it looks like. I'm like, oh, my God, no. And you know what sucks, too, is, like, I know what cows look like. I'm, like, so, you know, I'm Mr. Like, order me a steak. You know what I mean? Yes,
1: you are. You're very, very into steaks.
0: I was just thinking, too, like, imagine going to a restaurant and be like, um, how's the kingler uh, claw you know what i mean and they're like claw, yeah. well we, we have a kingler claw on you know on special tonight it's market price you know what <laughs> mean? and that thing would probably be so expensive because how big is the Kingler? oh yeah
1: kingler's huge kingler's gigantic that claws like it's bigger uh, than a human isn't it um i mean no because like it probably only stands about what four feet tall but probably four feet wide so in some ways it is probably heavier than most Humans. The claw? You mean like? No, no, no. A, I'm talking about the Kingler itself. Oh, it's about four okay. feet tall, four feet wide. I'd say. Ah, dang. So that's so it's, it's a big. That's going to be like yeah.
0: you probably could feed four people yeah. like pretty good.
1: And pretty in, well. In story. all honesty, I actually rather. eat, I know you don't know Pokemon that well, but I rather than eat a Kingler, I'd rather eat a Crawdon because they're based off a of crawfish.
0: Oh, and I do know which I one you're like, talking about. I like I like crawdads
1: better. And I like crab in real life. Yeah, and that sucker's big too. He's a bigger than Kingler. Let me show you a a crawdon. Oh,
0: I didn't think about that. Yeah, crawdon looks like he would be tasty. Man, now I kind of feel like I would be trying to hunt these, (laughs) (laughs) or go, or like opening up a specialized restaurant. Crawdon. Oh man. <laughs> but you know what I, you know what I always didn't like about those is like right. in, in real life, the cron ads, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Is I always have to get them pre-shell, pre shelled uh, pre, the shell. Yeah, that's fine. But like imagine them. having to do it to, to shell cron- Yeah, exactly. Right. You probably <laughs> to have to have a special pool, yeah. tools, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, that you're hitting there like kink, kink, kink. But dude, could you imagine? <laughs> breaking news, a new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. Just one sec. Alright, finally. Pizza time. So, how much do... Uh, hello? What? Really? Did he just leave the pizza box right in front of the door on the floor? What? Wait a minute. There's only one slice in here. Hey, thanks for the pizza, dude. Cowabunga! I love being a turtle! And we're back. Indeed. So, at the beginning of the first question, I did tell you that these are both going to be... Somehow tied together. Yes. Right? I'm curious and, as to how. And now I can tell you why. Okay. So the, the actual conversation we were having was Haley was stating how uh, she always, when she would watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon okay. and they would eat pizza, she said she would have to have pizza, <laughs> but she said she would want their pizza because of he, the way that their like pizza looked like It looks like super stringy and melted. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And like, and I was telling her too, like even the... Weird sound effect that they put with them eating it, I wouldn't associate with eating pizza. It was weird. Man, it, it sounded I, weird when they ate it, but it it, it oddly made me
1: hungry. That's interesting because mm. I don't remember. Like, I I have watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I remember watching some episodes as a kid. Mm. It was slightly, very, very slightly right before my time. Um, oh, okay. But, I mean, I, I did see them and I remember
0: enjoying them, but I don't remember the sound that was made. It was like this weird, um, you know what? I hope I could find it when I'm editing this episode and I'll try to put it in there. I'd love to. But it it was this weird, like, like I can't even make it with my mouth. I can't even do it. It was just this weird. Yeah. It was just, it, I don't know. It just wasn't what I would think the sound would be in a cartoon of eating pizza. But that leads me to the next question. What if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were real?
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, then before we, we actually tackle that question, mm-hmm. um, because you were talking about like the sound of the food and it actually made you hungry, you know, what's a movie? And you never think of this movie as being the movie that makes a person hungry. It's a movie that I love. It's a phenomenal movie. And it also, there are two very specific scenes that every time I watch it make me extraordinarily hungry. Silence and it's of not, the lambs. <laughs> just no, like and it's not because of, the visual of what they're eating. As a matter of fact, I can't even think of the visual of what they look like. It's because of the, the Foley work that's done. Oh. For some reason, the sounds literally make me hungry. Um, it's Jurassic Park. And. What? Yeah. What? There are two scenes. So, one scene is kind of towards <sighs> the beginning when, um, What's the, the old guy's name? The, the guy who, who, who made the park. Oh, the Scottish I, the, dude with the the, glasses. yeah. The, yeah. um, I don't remember um, the name. God, but I know I don't what you're remember talking name. about. Yeah. Love his character, but he's <clears> basically <throat> trying to get the scientists on board. Right. And they're all having dinner mm-hmm. and the dinner comes out and he's like, it's chili and sea bass or whatever. And they're eating while they're talking. And there's something about the sound of the forks and the plates and the, in the colors that just, I've always really wanted to try that plate. Oh, really? <laughs> the other scene, and this scene's even more poignant, it's when, I think it's the kids, it's the, the two kids for sure, and maybe one of the adults, but I think it might just be the two kids, and it's towards the end, they're all fucked up from everything that's been going on, and they make their way into the cafeteria, and uh, I think they're eating ice cream. Mm. They find ice cream and I they're do eating. Yeah. And there's just something about the sound of them eating this ice cream that, as a kid, always made me really hungry.
0: <laughs> Man, I I know this is this is still like we're continuing question one here. Yeah, but but no, you do bring up this fact that I do remember every time, and it's a lot of it happens in a tv shows mm-hmm. whenever they're eating something you know they're always they're not really eating no when they're doing it you they watch have to, they have yeah, to, yeah. yeah but they always make the clinkety clinks of their you know the utensils yeah. on the plate and that noise always made me get hungry too i'm always yeah. like you know but then when you really eat you don't really make that much noise you know i what don't mean? know like, some people are noisy. maybe some people do
1: okay so what if the <clears throat> ninja, ninja turtles actually existed do we
0: have parameters uh, you know, no real parameters, but, um, I'm sure probably our fans are familiar with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In case you're not, I just wanted to go over certain things. So there are four turtles, right? And basically, they're a fictional superhero quartet of, like, anthropomorphic turtles. turtle, turtle brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have, like, uh, and each of them are, is kind of a little differently. The show mm-hmm. gained, uh, the show, I, or actually, it came from a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. In 1984, and it was um, created by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. And the thing about it was uh, it mostly gained a lot of popularity in the cartoons, like probably in the late 80s, early 90s. And um, the origin story is so they became mutants after a truck carrying a canister of radioactive goo. And that's, I, I always remember they called it either goo or ooze. Yeah, right? ooze, I remember. Ooze. Yeah, uh, spilled the chemicals onto baby turtles that had mm-hmm. been accidentally dropped into a New York City sewer. There they found, uh, they were found by the rat Splinter, who trained them in ninja fighting skills so they could protect innocence from a gang of evil ninjas called the foot or the foot clamp, mm-hmm. led by an enemy dubbed Shredder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, at, like, Obviously, back when I was a kid and I was watching this, it never dawned on me until now when I was kind of looking into this. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, if that happened to the Ninja Turtles and that's how they became like that, how did Splinter become? How did he? You know, how did he become the way he did?
1: Splinter was bent down right. there too.
0: Well, no, actually, it said uh, that Splinter was highly intelligent for his species, right? And was already watching. He was his- a
1: la- he was a highly intelligent lab rat. He got hit by the ooze too." I'm 99% oh,
0: sure. Because on here it said the origin for uh, Splinter in both the original comics and the live action movies, Splinter is the. Pet. What about
1: the cartoons? Because that's what I remember. I remember the cartoons.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe they did change it. Because I do know I swear, that they have like, four turtles and a rat yeah.
1: that all got hit by the by the ooze.
0: Oh no, I I never remember that. I never remember Splinter being a part of that. I like I, I do, remember but maybe I'm misremembering. I remember him. St- saving the turtles after they got the ooze, bringing them in. Oh, so he's,
1: he's supposed to be a separate experiment. So I,
0: Yeah, which was weird, because all they say is that he was the pet rat yeah. of a ninja named Hamado Yoshi in Japan. Okay. And he would watch uh, Hamado, you know, do his ninja And that's how he learned. And that's how he learned, and he would mimic the movements that he that Hamado was doing. So uh,
1: there's something I've been really wanting to say. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, there are a lot of parallels, and there's a lot of allusion to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being tied in with a very specific Marvel superhero. Do you know who that is? The All four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The, in the entire everything to do with Ni- the Ninja Turtles franchise. Oh, no. Daredevil. It's alluded to that the same chemical that hit Daredevil's face is the same chemical that went down in the sewer. And there's a lot of parallels between the two. They fight the Foot Clan while Daredevil fights the Hand. And their teacher's name is Splinter While his teacher's name is Stick
0: Wow, I have never I never knew that You just dropped a bomb of knowledge Right now, Absolutely.
1: like Yes, like, boom, man. And I believe the creators also worked on Daredevil at some point in their careers too.
0: Well, so. that just makes me love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and Daredevil even more. Because yes, like I, I knew already like love both yeah. of those.
1: I was waiting. Wow, I, waiting. I, I like, did not know that,
0: this. but now that you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah. my God. But you know what? So this was going uh to this was going to actually bring up lead into what I wanted to bring up. Because first of all, if the Teenage Mutant Shuttles were real, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well then, what are the good, What are the implications of this ooze, right? Because, I mean, if you can have this ooze that can, what's the word? Like anthropomorphize, you know, <laughs> non-humans. and, and non humans, and then they become yeah. almost human. Like, do we know what ooze does to humans? Does uh, TMNT cover that? Apparently, it makes someone blind, and then they become really badass vigilantes. <laughs> so, it can give super rats. Yeah, No, but seriously. No, I, you know what? I've, I have didn't really look, like, deeply into that part okay. of it, but I didn't see anything where they readily made available, of like, what this ooze, like, you know, really was, like, yeah. specifically. Okay. You know what I mean? Um. So, before we even get into, like, the ooze implications,
1: which is a good thing to raise up, mm-hmm. I let's just get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing out of the way. Realistically, what would happen if they existed? They're going to be captured and experimented on and we'll never see – they'll never see the light of day. Yeah. Like they're not like – they're not even on the level of Spider-Man, right? They're not getting away from the government. There's no way, oh, no yeah, how yeah. – especially in <laughs> today's day and age with phones everywhere. Like they're going to go down one man. Yeah, that's it's true. over. It's over for them. The
0: things that they were doing back in in that time period yeah. where they were hiding – it. Maybe could be doable because not everyone had those. Yeah, like,
1: I argue that it wasn't even actually doable then, but yeah, but probably. it was more doable than it certainly is now. now. Yeah. Um, so yes, Michelangelo, Leonardo, all of them going into some secret compound never public will never hear about them again mm-hmm. so now let's move on to the ooze <laughs> yeah
0: I know I, I, I do agree with that because like obviously and and I do think that was actually mentioned as of as one of the reasons of why they always hid like, yeah hid I out mean, was because yeah because they, they were uh you know, afraid of what, not, not just the general public, but I do believe they were afraid, like, oh, well, this government's going to come by. Yeah. Because, yeah, think, that's and that kind of goes back to the implication of the ooze, because they're going to want to know what did this ooze, like, did specifically to their DNA, right. to this turtle DNA, you know what I mean? And if you're correct, you know, or not correct, but, like, you know, if, like, with the theory or whatever you were saying, that that uh, Daredevil and them are connected uh, through this ooze... You know, why did it only cause blindness for when it when it interacts with a human, you know, and <laughs> right, then it right. didn't do anything else?
1: Like, well, you know, you got, you got to remember, unofficial lore, because it's made by two completely different companies. Yeah, it's, that's it's true. alluded to. It's but alluded to. But now I want them to make something that's, like, totally just <laughs> I think just they've had same. crossovers between the two. I think they have. Oh, I a, swear they have. Yeah, I do remember I'm Google seeing... Google that now.
0: Yeah, I do actually remember seeing... They did other crossovers, too. I think... They did one with. Uh, they done one with Batman. Bat- which, yeah, I was that one say was with supposed Batman, to be really good, dope. actually. Well, you know, uh, not to get totally off topic here, but uh I don't know if you ever played or you seen the, any of the Arkham games uh, um, for Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I heard that there was a rumor that they were supposed to be making a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, but based in the style of Arkham City, right, or oh. Arkham Asylum. And I thought that would have been perfect for the Ninja Turtles because. They need to have something. I liked when the Ninja Turtles. I think when originally when they came out of the comic books, it was kind of dark. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't very. It wasn't like the cartoons you remember, like right? where they're so friendly and cow dudes, and you know all this <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Like it was more like uh, I'm not don't I'm not going to say that they didn't have any of that in there, but it was more serious. I yeah. I thought it was like more you know like they're going to kick ass and yeah. you know.
1: Um. Thank here's you. a quick question: Who's your favorite teenage mutant ninja oh, turtle? Donatello. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's. Absolutely. I mean, he's, why? That's the right answer. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah Part I, of it
1: is because he's yeah. the only sane one amongst the four. The other three are crazy. Yeah. But
0: he's. I. I remember. Um. You know. I, I used to have like a lot of. I had the action figures and I had the playset. You mm-hmm. know, the sewer playset and everything. And a lot of times when you buy these action figures, they would have the character stats on the back. Oh, right. Interesting. And uh, one of them, I remember the reason why I loved Donatello was he was the strongest. He was the smartest. Even though he was the slowest. And when I was growing up, you know, I was always kind of the one of the bigger kids. So mm-hmm. like, I wasn't the fastest, but oh, I was very I smart I and I was very, I was stronger amongst the, my friends because like, right. I was the bigger one. Right. You know? right, right, right. And, uh, yeah. So, so I, I love, yeah, one. I yeah. loved and, and the bow staff. I always thought the bow staff to me was, was a very practical weapon. You oh, know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. Like it was, it, you could create distance. Reach, yeah. yeah, exactly. It has reach, you know, distance. And uh, yeah, Donatello, that's, yeah. that's the right For answer. For
1: me, a raft's a fucking, jerk and a maniac uh michelangelo has i he's got problems man i wouldn't be able to deal with him as a, as a person and then leonardo is just a little self-righteous so
0: yeah exactly um uh, my brother's was Raphael, and i remember sometimes my brother Raph, would, would be a dick to me or, you know you know because he's, he's my older jerk. brother yeah. yeah and it made total sense that he was like oh i love Raphael. you <laughs> so, know what i mean know what yeah. you fucking do <laughs> yeah I, I know i'm like i know why you know but well, uh but yeah that was people want to get their hands on it
1: um I wish I knew a little bit more about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I'm trying to think what is their beef with Shredder again, besides the fact that Shredder's just an evil asshole.
0: Yeah, you know what? I always I always forgot why. Um, I I always thought it had something to do with the history between uh, Splinter and uh, Shredder, Shredder. Yeah. but then actually, what I think, and and I could be totally off, but I'm because I'm pulling this from way back in 1990. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm right. pulling this out of my back of my brain here. Uh-huh. I think. Shredder and Hamado Yoshi mm-hmm. uh, had a thing. Had like they had a, beef. Yeah, they had beef. And I think Shredder killed him. Okay. And which wanted Splinter to make sure that his... Either he killed him or it was something like where he just knew uh, because of the interaction they had that Shredder was evil. Right. and be And then, you know, obviously Splinter, you know... He loses. He's living in the sewers now, Mm. and he raises the turtles to combat that evil because he knows the shredder's back. You know, I think it was something like that. And if it wasn't, it should be. (laughs) I mean, you're the
1: expert in this field. I'm just (laughs) taking you at your word at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone's going to want to get their hand on on the ooze, and obviously the ooze, the ooze fell off a truck, right? Is that is that
0: how that happened? It, yeah, it says that it so was. So that
1: a- ooze exists. There's a company out there in Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles
0: that has that ooze, and they know yeah. what it does, and they're doing stuff with it. And if they follows in the cartoon, well, I mean, I even think in some of the comics too, because then you, you, yeah, you're right. Somebody is doing something with it. The fact that there was this truck carrying it makes you think is. Was this, is this waste? Is this something that just happened to be a byproduct? It could and, be. And this company. Of. Yeah, is carrying it to disposal. So of no it, one knows what it really and so does. It was, yeah, or so nobody knows what it really does. Or did somebody purposely make this ooze and this company now is carrying it to another lab to, for testing like or a, whatever? Some sort um, of animal man army. Mm-hmm, which they did try to do because you had Rocksteady, Bebop. Oh, yeah, don't they serve mm-hmm. Shredder? So is yeah, Shredder is sur- the one? Does he own that mm-hmm. company? I don't know if he owns it. Well, yeah, he may, he may be some kind of evil, uh, like. I'm Googling uh, this. Entrepreneur. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't remember, to be honest. Like, this is so long ago for me, but.
1: He's fucking shredded and he fucking he, loves capitalism. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shredder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's the one that, you know, Bruce Wayne competes with, you know, Wayne, for Wayne a <laughs> you know, like, so Fucking Lulu. But. <clears throat> You know, actually, while you're looking at that, I should I should go through some of these uh, stats that I had that I got just so people could get a refresher if they're not familiar. Um, Leonardo, the one that wears the blue bandana, his notable aliases is Leo. <laughs> He's his abilities highly skilled in ninjutsu, Olympic level agility, speed, and strength. Keen strategist, master of stealth, mastery of kenjutsu and aido, master odachi, master of odachi and katana swordsman. Um,
1: sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I just forgot how fucking cool Shredder looks. Oh, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, master of qigong, mastery of various forms of hand to hand combat, exceptional leadership skills, enhanced slicing and slashing via his swords, obviously. And then it says that he had healing abilities. It's I, I guess it was in 2012 uh, series via the healing hands, um. He also knows archery and the use of shuriken, which are like ninja mm. stars. Yeah. And then Michelangelo's the orange bandana. Uh, they call him Mikey. And, uh, he is highly skilled in ninjutsu, Olympic level agility, speed and strength, master of stealth, master of kobudo, mastery of kusari gama and nunchaku, which I always thought was another cool weapon, the nunchucks. Um, yeah, but
1: I think they're extremely impractical.
0: Yeah, I if think you, they're,
1: they're made for like practice of a hand-to-hand coordination, but they're mm-hmm. not made for actual combat.
0: Yeah. And then just like we were talking about with the bow staff, like mm-hmm. you can do so much more. You can do, you don't have to just use it for fighting, but nunchucks, I, I see a limited use of yeah. what else. There's you a,
1: there's a funny video. Uh, I don't know who the guy is, but he's like a dude who's like an expert in like ancient, like, uh, battle techniques of like Eurasia. Mm. And he goes on a rant about, uh, the nunchaku and how impractical it is, oh, how really? it's a piece of shit, and how, I, like, mm. a stick is better than two yeah. sticks tied together. Right? Really I know. Funny. Like, it would, yeah. you know. So here's what I got on the ooze. Mutagen, aka the ooze, is a chemical substance that comes from Dimension X. And the reason why the Uh-oh. Ninja Turtles and many of their friends and foes were created into what they are today. Mutants. Not much is known about ooze or how it works, but we do know that the Krang have brought it to Earth to perfect it and test it on many humans. Uh, so who the fuck is the Krang? I don't know. Where Krang? You,
0: you don't remember Krang? No. He was like he that, looks that like pink a brain alien. alien. Yeah, and he's in this like, he's in this giant um, oh, uh Oh, yeah, he looks, that, like that mm-hmm. um, he looks a lot
1: like that Marvel character, um, Modok. He looks a lot like Modok, doesn't he? No, no, you he
0: don't doesn't think look think like so? Modok. He- He's, uh, cause Modoc's like a giant head.
1: Oh, you're right. This yeah. guy goes into a bodysuit. Yeah. He's oh, like, he's like in the gut of a big body. Yeah. A mechanical yeah. body. It's semi-Modoc. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's modok
0: inspired.
1: <laughs> so it comes from an alien dimension. I'm done with it. So yeah. Yeah. Right,
0: that's going to be the thing. Everyone's going to want to ooze. Everyone's going to want to know what this alien dimension is. So I guess technically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are X-Men. I mean, if, you, if they, they could do it, like if they're mutants, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, sure. Um, Real quick, also too, it said Michelangelo is a talented chef. Even though all the time in the in the cartoons, I just see him ordering pizza, but then just putting shit on there. Like I remember one time, I think he's like, "Whoa, dudes! Like we got whipped cream," and then the, yeah. and then like he put. I was like. No. Michelangelo's uh, a
1: stoner, obviously. Yeah, no, that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> My come God. on, you
0: know? Like, you know, imagine... I,
1: dude, he annoyed me as a kid. I can't imagine trying to watch that <laughs> show now.
0: <laughs> Man, he annoyed you. <laughs> um, also, Raphael, the red bandana. Notable aliases. This is weird. I I know always heard them just call him Raph. Yeah, he's right? Raph, yeah. They say that other people call him Night Watcher. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> But um, my, my other
1: friends call me Nightwatcher. Night, why, I know, like, how you, you can't do that, you know? <laughs> who are these other friends?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be the loner of the group. No, like,
1: I you think, know? you know, I think it does ring a bell because I feel like there was a point where, because he's such a fucking asshole, he decided to split off. And so, you know, he can't reveal who he is to people because, you know, they're people and he's a fucking alien. Yeah. Um, so I think he had, like, a cloak on and called himself Nightwatcher. Oh, I think that was yeah. a whole thing.
0: I was just about to say, because you know what Raph actually kind of reminds me of? Um, Rorschach from The Watchmen. That's interesting. Wow. Um, I, I feel like they're similar in the way that they have. They both got an
1: anger going on, but I feel like Rorschach has like a deep-seated insanity. Like, well, Raph just has, an like anger, he has a problem.
0: Yeah, like, because, well, I do know that he, he suffers like a, you know, psychological breakdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Raph, probably not. No, Raph but- just a pissed off teenager yeah and he's the one that uh he has basically the same skills as everyone else except for he has the masteries of the sai, yeah and tonfa and then donatello the best ninja turtle It's purple indisputably. <laughs> yep alias is Donnie don right <laughs> the best um he has all the same thing well actually no he doesn't have just all. he has a mastery of ninjutsu uh naganata and and the bow mm-hmm. kabuto and qigong um but he has the genius level intellect and he's a scientist, engineer, and inventor. And I always thought that was the cool thing about him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when you translate it into the movies that came out, oh. <clears throat> I know I'm probably going to catch some flack. From I never
1: watched the movies. So, yeah,
0: you know, they're made for kids. But like. I just, I don't like the fact. Okay. I like that he's a scientist, engineer, and inventor. Sure. But the stuff that he invents in this movie, I'm like, there is no way you found that type of material and those resources and this that you could, in this sewer that sure. you can make of course whatever that. the stuff you yes, make. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not. You know, I, I wish like in my, you know, opinion, I hope that someday they would make a slightly more, adult movie with a teenage. They made a modern
1: one, right? Like what, like eight or nine years
0: ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Have you seen it? it? Yeah. Was it good? Well, it's okay. I mean, but (laughs) that's, that's the thing. There was a lot of stuff. You know, it was, it was, they wanted to, to do merchandising and they wanted to appeal to kids. So that's, that's the downfall I see of that movie. (laughs) I like, to me, I want that. It wasn't an epic piece of art. No, no. I, I want that serious. Like, this is going to be a serious, you know, like Batman Begins type. You want? Oh wow! Yeah, that would you be. Know what I mean? We're never
1: getting that, Tom. I, I, I mean, I would be very happy if we did, but like, I can't imagine them trying to pitch to a studio. Okay, it's going to be just like Batman Begins, but with Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wish, <laughs> I wish it would. But you're right; it's probably never going to happen. Um, but I do want to just to recap, so we could go back. If the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did exist, they would be hounded. By our government. Yes. And I don't think that, uh, especially because, you know, a lot of the New York underground, the sewers, like, they know a lot about that now. They know where a lot of tunnels lead. They know. I do know. I do know that there are certain parts of, like, old abandoned subways and stuff that maybe would be, like, reasonable that they would probably use it as a hideout. But guess what? They would know where that is, too. You know what I mean? Like I would say the minute they're -hmm. they're spotted, they got a week before they're captured. Mm -hmm. All of them. And you're right. The public would hound them. There would be people you'd probably for their YouTube channel or whatever for their podcast. I went out and look what I saw, you yeah. know, going out here, whatever. I, I went to, you know, Joe's Pizza and yeah. look at the, I wonder you know, what
1: stupid name we would come up for, for them, you know, in real life. Like obviously we wouldn't have the name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So what would oh. we call these four beings? You know what I mean. What stupid <laughs> name would we come up with? The I turtle know. men. The
0: man, yeah, the turtle the man turtles. Man turtles. <laughs> like it would be something stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, because like you know the the people who do like the Associated Press. There probably be conspiracies
1: about like the turtle people that live beneath the crust of the, the earth. Yeah, and that he, they were here first, yeah. and now they're they're rising they're with the back rebellion to retake the land. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: So I do think <laughs> yeah, you're right. I do think that would happen, but I think more importantly. I think the implications of having this quote-unquote ooze would be the, the most disastrous part.
1: Yeah, if a government got a, their hands on it, which I guess they inevitably would, then it would mm-hmm. start getting used, and it would, it might take some time before, like, we saw, like, some serious, like, effects on society, but, like, eventually it's, gonna, it's just gonna change completely the trajectory of where society goes in the future.
0: Yeah. I mean, we would only hope, then, that if the Ninja Turtles were true, so is Daredevil. They team up, Boom, stop our government from doing that. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Indeed. But dude, could you imagine? And now we join Will and Tom for some international news. It's Will and Tom with international news. We're going to go check in on some iTunes reviews we got, but this time, Will, we're going to travel all the way up to Canada. All right, let's go. So, we have two five-star reviews Woo! on Apple Podcasts. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, they're both from Canada. And George Mills says, great podcast. Tom does a great job thinking up cool questions, and Will always makes me think. Thank you, George. I appreciate it. You do make us think, Will. You Thank- make us think how <laughs> choosing immortality is it's a bad. horrible mistake. It's true. <laughs> Um, and then our second one is from Jules Rowland, R- 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 Rowland, Jules Rowland. I'm Thank you, say. Jules. Let's,
1: what did Jules have to say?
0: He said, super thought provoking and hilarious. Recently discovered this podcast and it's a, but it's a hoot. Tom and Will are hilarious. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Jules. I appreciate it. Yeah, we do appreciate it. We love to hear from everyone around the world, no matter where you are. If you would love to, re- to leave a review, please do so, and we would love to read about it. Indeed.
1: And also feel free to reach out to us at our email if you have any questions that you want Tom to propose to me or uh, just to say hi. Yeah, we would definitely love to see that, too. What's you right could always... Is it? on? Is it dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com? Yep,
0: dude, could you imagine at gmail.com. Yeah,
1: so feel free to reach out. We want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear some
0: feedback, too. Yes, tell your friends. Tell your friends about us and uh, force them to listen to us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Indeed. Sounds good.
0: And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. Dude, that actually turned out to be really good. I like that because I didn't think about, like, eating Pokemon.
1: Man, that's hilarious how you start a conversation mentioning Haley, who is a vegan, and we
0: end <laughs> <in> that question <laughs> talking about
1: cannibalizing Pokemon to suck out their meat.
0: That is hilarious, actually. <laughs>